All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine wins in a row, people. They did it. They did it. That one was touch and go there for a bit. I'm jacked up. If you're watching the Oilers Nation watch along, you're probably jacked up. We saw our boy, Mr. Uramchuk, was pretty jacked up tonight. That's the least what you could say. I don't know if it was the franchise record on the line. I don't know if it was the crazy shot discrepancy. I don't know if it was maybe watching Tyler crush beers for three periods straight on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. But that game tonight felt like a playoff atmosphere in the middle of January for a team in the Eastern Conference. Everybody in the chat, let's go all over the place. I laughed at this one I got here from Ken Holland. We said Boardsy's got to be three pounds of chicken wings deep after that dub. I might not be chicken wings deep, but I was watching Tyler have a good time. So I myself had to have a good time. Hello and welcome to Oilers Nation After Dark after a ninth straight win in a row, people. Give it up in the chat. Give it up in the chat. I'm in such a good mood. I am live from my version of the Sports Closet Studio where you see the chat. It's going right now. The Booster Juice YouTube chat, that is. Get in there. Tell me, Christopher Palmer, I'm hot and sweaty in a van. All worth it. Chris, they never said it'd be easy. It's a dirty job. Someone's got to do it. Speaking of the dirty job, let's bring in my guest tonight. He actually stepped up in the afternoon today. I needed a, I needed a go-to guest. And my boy, Zachary Lang, stepped up to the plate. There he is. Were you at an insane asylum behind you with those white walls? That's Hello? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I actually had to remove some of my 
previous props that I had up in the background. Me so too. I've got this uh, poster from uh, Beverly Hills Cop here in the background that my uncle gave me a couple of years ago. Uh, and I've been meaning to get some other stuff um, to, to get to get up here. But uh, you know what? I'll get to it at some point. In the meantime, I will be in the insane asylum where I probably probably belong. Beverly Hills Cop. That's a throwback right there. I'm more of a Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley type guy, but I like where oh. you're going with that. Yep. Zach, that game was a little bit of everything. As I mentioned, the shot discrepancy was all over the place. Last game against the Blackhawks, the Oilers had 15 shots in the entire game. I believe after the first period, we had 16 shots. So the effort was completely different tonight. Sure, made a lot of jokes on pregaming again of, are we going to get goalied again? Because Alex Lyon, if you look at his career numbers, especially the season numbers, the man is pretty good in between the pipes. He proved that yet again. I felt like he was a tough cookie to crack. We eventually did. Zach, nine in a row, franchise record. Tying the franchise record. We can set yeah, the franchise tying. record on Saturday against the Montreal Canadiens. Yours is going to be in a great spot to do that. But, you know, the, the Habs are going to be hungry, right? They're going to have a chance to to you know keep the Oilers from hitting a franchise record so it's going to be a, a fascinating game on Saturday night I know I'm jacked up for that one but man what a game tonight Aaron I mean you know stick with it I think that's something we've been hearing with this Oilers team for some time now I'm a regular tuner inner of the uh, post-game press conferences and stuff and you know, we've been hearing the Oilers talking a lot lately about, you know, sticking with it in games. And, you know, I think Stoffer mentioned it during the intermission there, or somebody mentioned it. Maybe I'm imagining this. Um, but somebody uh, mentioned uh, two points back of L.A. That's really nice. Um, somebody made mention about how early in the season, like if the Oilers were down in this game to Detroit, it was like, oh, man, the Oilers are going to lose this one, right? Like it's like there's going to be a really ugly bounce. Something's not going to go their way. And it's going to end up in the back of the Oilers net. They're going to lose this game. Well, here we are. And a flurry of goals late in that game uh, gave the Oilers the dub. Yeah, you mentioned it just right there. We talked about it all season long. If you followed along, it's been a bit of a roller coaster this year. Earlier in the year when the Oilers were down in games, as you mentioned, you didn't have the confidence, at least I didn't, that they were going to come back. It just wasn't flowing the right way. We're back into prime Edmonton Oilers hockey. Never down. You're never out of a game. And it was weird. I think it was the first time this year it was scoreless going into the third period. I thought the over was going to smash tonight because the Red Wings like to score goals. So do the Edmonton Oilers. But for the most part, it was a story of goaltending out there, especially Alex Lyon. But Calvin Pickard... He played well. He, and like the second one that went in on him, I'm not blaming him. We'll get into it in the Greta scoring summary here in a moment. Tough one, little squeaker to have go through you. I thought Calvin Pickard yet again had another great game. 15 saves, 17 shots. I know he wasn't tested a lot. That's all I need for my goaltender. You get the two points. Let's move along. Chicago wasn't pretty. Detroit's not pretty. But all 82 are not going to be pretty. You grab the two points. You get moving Let's get into it here, Zach, with the Greta scoring summary brought to you by Greta Bar Yeg. You know him. You love him. My favorite spot in the city. Best place to watch a game in Edmonton. Enjoy any of their unreal features from incredible drink deals, delicious street food, awesome games, and of course, some ice, ice cold. I would say beer. This isn't a beer right now, but it's a beverage. It's an, it's an adult beverage. Go check out Greta. Hey, Zach. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, cheers brother. Little a ASMR. That's what the people want. I loved watching Tyler just pour beers in front of the camera throughout the whole game. It was a really good time. But getting into the scoring summary, 
We had to wait quite a bit of time before somebody scored a goal. Zach, I texted you in our group chat and I said, I would like some goals, please. You responded with an excellent gold member meme. I, I would say it in that way, but I can't I can't do Mike Myers justice. I like Wings. gold. I like gold. That nah, we did it anyways. I knew we were gonna do it anyways. <laughs> it's Andrew Cop who's able to get on the board first. Red Wings win a puck battle along the boards. Cop got the puck, floated a little wrister. Pickard was very screened on that one. It beat him on the left side, glove side, short side. The Oilers challenged that one because there was thought to be some goaltender interference. Zachary, let me ask you about a different Zachary who had a goal disallowed on Tuesday. I look at these two plays. They're the exact same thing. One, I guess, wasn't challenged, but it was disallowed. This one was challenged, ended up being a goal. I know that I'm not in the NHL brain trust. I have no idea what a goal is or what isn't. I don't think anybody does at this point. Zach, what did you see on that one? Same thing that you saw. I mean, I it's confusing as to what a goal is and what a goal isn't. Um, Calvin Pickard was standing at the top of his crease. And there was contact on his glove. Like, I mean, that's contact. Like, what 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 are we what are we doing here, right? I mean, I I, I tweeted it out that I didn't really actually like that at all from Pickard. Um, it felt like he was trying to play into the contact, right? And he felt like he was trying to draw something, and it almost seemed like he was distracted by trying to draw that contact instead of trying to peek around, you know, the screen, right? Again, uh, what is a goal? What isn't a goal? We, we have no idea. I almost wonder, you know, thinking back to the Chicago game, there was that one goal that was disallowed that the Oilers should have challenged and probably could have won. I almost wonder if there was like a little bit of like buyer's remorse maybe from the coaching staff and the video staff of like, ah, you know, we should have, we should have reviewed the one the other game against Chicago. So ah, let's, let's review this one and see if we can get it. Well, it didn't quite work out for him. Right. Um, again, what can you do there? It, it's a screen. It was a great screen. No denying that it was a good shot from the point. No denying that. I just think if you're a goaltender play goal, don't try and bait into the contact or play those little games like that. Uh, get yourself in the position to make the save and let anything else happen, happen and kind of go from there. I love having Calvin Pickard in the chat because you saw it. He says, I knew what I was doing. I'm going to tend to believe him. Picks, you keep, pick daddy, as Tyler called him today. You keep doing whatever you're doing. And I got zero complaints over here. It was a tough battle. It was a screen, whatever he got beat. The thing was with the challenge, you knew you're putting your penalty kill back out there. Red Wings, lots of firepower. But they went 0 for 3 on the power play tonight. Oilers penalty kill. They show up. They do it again. Another great game for them. Then as we move along in the scoring summary, it's the boy. It's the boy, Connor McDavid. There's a little bit of a scramble at the Blues or at the Wings blue line right there. I honestly thought there was probably too many men right there. That was the hockey gods and hockey karma. Just throwing you a little nugget, letting you, letting you ride off with that one. Connor McDavid takes the puck, scores a goal that to any regular NHLer out there, that one could be one of your career best, one of the best you've ever put out there. I don't even know if that crosses the Connor McDavid top 20. That's just the thing. We take him for granted so much. Another beauty from Connor McDavid. Great feed from Zach Hyman on that play. Those two continue to show. They're like the new Connor and Leon right now. They're absolutely unstoppable. Connor McDavid doing Connor McDavid things. We were a little bit worried right there. Don't worry. He says, boys, hop on. I'll get you. I'll get you tied up again. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, 
it's been an interesting season for Connor McDavid, right? He's had these ups and downs throughout the year. He was probably playing hurt earlier in the season. We think back to the Heritage Classic, that Winnipeg game where Josh Morrissey knocked him down. You know, McDavid was clearly ailing. And I think, you know, something we haven't really seen a whole lot of this year is like Connor McDavid goals. You know what I mean? Like he's scoring. Don't don't get me wrong. 16 goals. That's a great total. Um, but he hasn't had these kind of goals a lot this season right and this is something we're used to seeing from connor on a very regular basis every i take it for granted absolutely you do right and you know you you sit back almost sometimes and you see that one and then it's like ah yeah okay there's the jump he's still got it not that anybody thinks that he wouldn't still have it you know but you know i think it, it was great to see him you know making that play right there and it was an absolute beauty um i just, I don't know what more you can say about him. He's he's an incredible player. He really, really is. Lance Kane says it. McDavid doing McDavid things. Pretty Jacob, much. Jacob says that he agrees with you. McDavid's shot is a little off at the moment. <laughs> like this for my brother. I want to see more McDavid spin moves like last game. I love it when he double taps L2 like I do on my PlayStation and you execute one of those. I think it's fair to say that Connor McDavid, I get what you mean when you like that's the taking for granted. He hasn't seen the ones that make you throw your hat and everything hands on head that goes, holy shit, what did I just watch? That was kind of one of those tonight, but once again with Connor McDavid, you take them for granted, people. We continue with the Greta scoring summary. Can't have one without the other. Zachary Hyman gets on the board for this one. I want you to vote for Zach Hyman for the All-Star game. You can vote 10 times a day. I've been voting like at least three or four times every day so far. I'm playing my part. We're even throwing the hashtag in on some of the shows. Oilers Nation every day. If you retweet it tomorrow, that will count as a vote as well. It's good producing right there. But Zach Hyman, he's able to get on the board. This one was the first line just battling in front of the net. Even Matthias Ekholm was down by the goal line there, poking around. Somehow Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets a stick on the puck and lays beautiful, perfect pass out to Zach Hyman, who's sitting in the middle of the slot, makes no mistake buries it from there. Another great, great Zach Hyman Selly on that goal. There's just so much raw emotion when he scores. His 26th on the year, one step closer to 50. That was a scrambly play. It seemed like that all game, right? The second intermission, Bob Stoffer was saying, I just need you to shoot the puck when the goalie's playing this well. You're going to have to score a greasy one. The McDavid one, absolutely filthy. Wouldn't call that one a greasy one. This one right here is the perfect result of that. You just keep battling, keep pounding away. Somehow Nuge got that puck out to Zach. And the way Zach's playing right now, he's scoring that 10 times out of 10. Oh, yeah. I mean, he 26 goals on the season now for him. The fifth, the chase for 50 is well in play. Uh, I really like where this is headed for Zach Hyman here. Uh, one of the best contracts in the entire NHL, which is crazy considering uh, some people were saying that it was going to be one of the worst contracts in NHL history. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. One thing I found kind of funny about that goal, Aaron, was like it almost felt like a bit of a role reversal, right? Like typically Nuge is kind of the guy who's sitting soft in the slot, waiting for it to kind of come back to him. Hyman's the one who's down there with his lunch pail working hard trying to get one out and the roles reverse a little bit and, and and Nugent Hopkins I mean he's just he's an absolute fine wine man like it's just crazy how much got how much better he's gotten over time you know I I keep thinking back to when he was you know a young kid in the NHL 18 19 20 
watching him go up against Joe Thornton and Pavel Datsuk all the time. Like there was some tough ass players that he played a lot of minutes against in the NHL really, really early on. And, you know, the point totals never were what you would think a first overall pick would have uh, in the NHL for a number of years. But man, these last four, five, six years, Aaron, it's just incredible how he's producing. Um, He's getting better with age. And I mean, that's just an incredible pass from him. I don't know. Like, I want to say he meant to do that and he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, But I don't like it's just it's an unreal one because it's just tape to tape. No look up into the high slot and Hyman is able to wire it. Um, Just another absolute beauty from this line who just cannot stop scoring goals. Those are game-winning plays right there. I like that you said Zach Hyman is probably the best contract possibly in the NHL right now. I laugh at that because last season I said Ryan Nugent Hopkins had the best contract in the NHL when he had 100 points at what he's getting paid. What a good, what a good decision to have to make between the two of them. Who has the better contract? These guys are absolutely dialed in. I laugh at this from Carter. He says, can we get opinions on Connor Brown's contract? No goals and three assists in less than 30 games. Uh, shit, Carter. Uh, shit. I really don't know what else to say about that one. It's not going the way that we envisioned this one, but it's out of our hands at this point. He's going to get paid next season. So you just, we're along for the ride. We're just along for the ride with this one. I don't know. We'll get into Connor Brown in just a minute. Cause that whole conversation could completely derail. Ken Holland says it best. I love it. Thanks, Gavin. Darnell nurse is the best contract in the NHL. Let me get to the wings goal here with Ollie Mata. It was a tough one, right? Because Lucas Raymond, he just threw that puck on net from the sideboards, not in any good position. Pecker did stop it. It just seemed to stay in between his legs. I think everybody at home and in the building saw that puck before Calvin Pickard did. That's your classic where you're just your stomach drops inside of you. Ollie Matta was arguably the first one to see it. He comes beelining in, pokes it on home, and it gets in there. Tough one, Stuart Skinner. I was not Stuart Skinner, Calvin Pickard. I don't blame him on that one. Maybe you can. I don't know. Where do you come out on that one, Zach? Not much you can do on that one. It's like why what's like watching a bad car crash. You just see it waiting to happen. You see the puck sitting there. You see the two cars driving right at each other in the middle of the intersection. All of a sudden, bang, it goes in. Bang, the crash happens. It's like, ah, shit. What can you do, right? I mean, what can you do? Not a whole lot. That's a a bit of a fluky one. You know, Pickard kind of lost it there. Matta comes down from the point. He's able to find it. You know, what can you do? Cal, great attempt on that save there, buddy. But you know what? That's a that's a that's a tough uh GA right there. You're not gonna be perfect, Cal, but you got the W, and that's the only when it comes to a backup goalie, tell me if I'm wrong, but the one stat that I look at is W's. If you can win the game and come out of there, that's right, Zachary. That's right, Zachary. West side. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we move along in the Greta scoring summary. This one, Derek Ryan athlete people absolute athletes it was called back evander kane was able to he scored he got it in Derek ryan man what can you say about that play all i could hear in the back of my head it's permanently there and it was just matt wozniak screaming Derek ryan in the back of my brain dude that was so athletic to like jump up in the air grab it i don't think he meant to pass it he meant to just put it down he got hit so it went in that direction for 37 years old, Losh says it best, DR with the hops. That was an athlete move, man. This guy, this guy can do it all. 
only athletes from the University of Alberta can do things like that, Aaron. I tell you, good U of A boy that Derek Ryan he is. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a weird one, right? Because not only does, you know, he kind of knocked the puck down, but he ate a cross check too. Like that was a cross check. That wasn't like Golden a, here. yeah, that wasn't like a push a guy out of the way. That was like, I'm sending you to the turf. Um, it's kind of a weird one, right? Because like you said, I don't think there was in any way, shape or form a pass, a hand pass there. To me, it looked like he was trying to jump up, grab the puck and bring it down to himself. And as he's bringing the puck down, he's eating a cross check in the back, right? So it changes the trajectory of his body, his hand, where the puck's going, you know, physics, right? Science. Like physics, science, right? I I don't get it, but science. Um Good on Kane for being in the right spot at the right time. I mean, this is a guy who has he's had some struggles this year, and he's you know been demoted down to the third line, and he's not looking the hottest down there. So I was excited for him because I was like, wow, here this is a huge one, game winning goal. Get him off the Schneid. Maybe the Oilers can get a little bit more production out of this bottom six group here. Uh, Kane needs to lead that charge. He's the guy down there that needs to be driving play. Um, you know, kind of a weird one to to be called off, but I, I again, I, I I guess I get it. It's a hand pass because of what happened, but in the same breath, no penalty call. Like, what are we doing here, right? You know, the referees let the boys play until they don't let the boys play anymore, and it's kind of weird because it was the same thing with that Evan Bouchard penalty earlier in the game. Uh, when was that? I'm just pulling it up. Nine forty five in the second, right? Uh-huh. Like. Dylan Larkin was falling down to the ice. He didn't, you know, there was no intention of, you know, Bouchard hauling Larkin down or anything like that. Right. So, you know, inconsistent refereeing. Once again, I know Kennedy had the tweet of the referee names with the, the office gif of Ryan writing the list. And uh, that's a, just a great one. I laugh every time I, I see she tweets that one because uh, it's true. I mean, it's just, it's, you, you don't know what's what, and it goes back further to the, to the review call we were talking about a few moments ago as well. You know, you say it's to buy, we understand it. I do get that that was technically a hand pass by letter of the law. It's just tough when letter of the law works for one thing, but it maybe doesn't apply to another thing. There's just no consistency. But like any sport in any world, referees have the toughest job in the world. I do not envy them and what they have to do. But it's my right as a fan to bitch. So, hey, if I want to bitch, I might bitch just, just a little bit. But we got the W. We move along because... As you saw it there, Ken Holland says Darnell Nurse needs to be even paid more. Watching Tyler's reaction to the overtime winner, it was all time. He just started screaming, pay the man more money. It was great. Off a little bit of a line change on the fly there. Zach Hyman once again takes it hard to the hoop. Puck goes out into the slot where Darnell just seems to be luckily skating by. He showed excellent patience, waiting for the right moment to pick his spot. He's able to wait out Alex Lyon, buries it, sends the boys home or on on the road back to Montreal, but sends him away with two points. Arguably the most electric thing was Tyler and his reaction. And if anybody was watching the watch along, we were like 45 seconds ahead of him. So once they scored, you knew that it was going to come. And he told everyone to stop, stop spoiling it in the chat. I don't think anyone could really contain it. And they all started coming in. It was quite the time. But Darnell Nurse continues. Nurse for Norris, baby. It's actually slowed down a little bit in the Oilers Nation YouTube chats lately. But 
I'm sure this is going to pick it back up again. That was just a clutch play by Darnell. In three-on-three overtime, his skating ability and ability to get up in the rush is what makes him such a threat. There he was, standing in the middle of the slot, picks up the puck, makes no mistake. Daryl, clutch gene, clutch gene, Zach. Oh, I think your mic, you muted yourself. I told myself I was going to unmute myself because I was taking a sip of water and then, ah, whatever. Um, As I was trying to say, you know, seconds before that nurse goal, you know, it was Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl coming in on a two-on-one. And McDavid tried to feed Dreisaitl for what would have been a typical, you know, McDry overtime winner. And they couldn't quite complete it. And you saw both Dreisaitl and McDavid heading off the ice. And you could tell they were both like, ah, shit, we... Like that was the one. That was the one right there. Uh, so for Nurse to kind of step off there and, and be able to be in the right spot. But again, who made that goal happen? Zachary Martin Hyman, the son of Stuart That's- Hyman, who's been tweeting like a madman trying to get his son to the All-Star game. Hilarious. I love it. Um, you know, again, great effort from Hyman, right? I mean, driving down low. He's got the lunch bail in his hand. And, you know, the puck is able to, to squirt out there to Nurse and Again, right place, right time. You know what that goal reminded me of, Aaron? Reminded me of the North Division in the COVID season, 2020-21, when Darnell Nurse scored 16 goals in 56 games. He shot 10.4% and then earned his mammoth contract extension. It was like one of those goals that was just like, it reminded me of from that time in the North Division because it was just like every damn shot Darnell Nurse was taking was finding its way into the net somehow. Was it pretty? No, often not. But there were times where he was able to let it go and it was able to kind of find its way in. And that was, again, just kind of one of those goals where right place, right time, takes the shot. Um, you know, it's great to see him get him on, get him get on the board sixth of the year. Uh, that's some some good stuff there from uh, Nursey. You know, it. Yeah, I like that. He said it reminds you of those years because that was him when he'd step up into the rush all the time. And every time he was that late trailer, be three guys entering the zone, D would go low. Oh, shit, there's Darnell on the blue line. You give him that. And every time he shot, there was either an incredibly hard slap shot, well-placed shot. There was good things that happened. You just mentioned his shooting percentage. I saw somebody in here just said, what do you guys think about Whit Dog begging to come crawling back to the bandwagon? I haven't actually seen that yet. I knew that he would eventually come crawling back. I am a once an oiler, always an oiler type of guy. So I will take Ryan Whitdog back on the bandwagon. Gavin, make a poll. Do they want Ryan Whitney back on the bandwagon? I'm very curious because he left the boys at dark times. I knew he didn't mean it when it happened. And yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a good question right there. I'm, I'm curious what oiler fans will say, but Zach, let's move along here to the good, the bad, and the oily. And that one is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. I see Gavin's typing away on that poll, so don't worry. I will go with the good here. The good, it's obvious, Zachary. It's, you had to correct me earlier, tying the franchise record once again the Edmonton Oilers nine consecutive W's I said on pre-gaming it was nuts looking at the numbers that Jason Greger uh, gave me in his Oilers Nation game day article something like 3,300 
games for the Oilers over their franchise, and only once have they won nine games in a row. Now it's two times. We had the opportunity earlier in the year, but Vasilevsky stood on his head. I guess nobody really, whatever, it's a nine-game heater. It's the same as if you went, same amount of points if you went eight in a row and then lost one and got nine. I get that. It's nice to always have milestones. This is a good memory to have. Good for Coach Knob. Get his name on the record book, Zach. What can you say? You've been an Oilers fan for as long as I have. We're the same age. It's been uh, it's been a good run lately for these Oilers. Yeah, it sure has, man. Like it's again, thinking back ten years ago, you know, like it's it's crazy to see where this team is right now, being a you know now perennial contender. I mean, the expectation every year for this team is to be in the Stanley Cup Finals and to be competing for a Stanley Cup title. If you'd have told me ten years ago that would uh, ever be the case I would have believed you because that's how diehard I am about this team um, but there were certainly times in that stretch of years where it just never felt like they would be close to where they are right now um, hell even in the first couple of years of McDavid 2017 uh, playoffs aside you know there was some there was some lean ass years in there man there were some tough tough times uh, it's really cool to see them doing stuff like this right you know getting up nine wins in a row like this i mean that's just it's a really hard thing for any team to do and it's almost unbelievable to think of too because of just how dominant the oilers were in the 80s right i mean they they rolled teams on a regular basis um and for you know them to only have won nine in a row once before uh is pretty impressive and the other thing too is is like the Oilers got close to this earlier in the year too right like not long ago they they wrote a seven gamer and then uh, you know, lost three in a row and then restarted the streak. And here we are nine games later, man. Like it's the way this team has put it together here is pretty incredible. I mean, you know, Aaron, you, you know what the vibes were like in at nation HQ earlier this season. Like there was some tense times having to do these after darks, the pre-gaming shows you've been, you've been through it, man. You're uh you're Andy Dufresne's in uh, the Shawshank redemption coming out of the tunnel of shit in the pouring rain ah like this right uh yeah it's uh it's pretty cool to see yeah hey that's 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 quite the accurate depiction because i did feel literally covered in shit when we were two nine and one and i had to sit here every single night it just Uh, makes it that much sweeter zachary life is good right now looking at the youtube poll i'm not surprised uh, 66% right now say yes, we should allow the wit dog back on the bandwagon. I see who says it here. I don't know how to say that. Oil country believes in second chances. Yep, I do too. And I love the wit dog. I love chicklets. I'm a chicklets guy. Uh, somebody else in here said that he. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Should have to shave his head if he wants to come back on the bandwagon. <laughs> I think that is a perfect, that's a perfect agreement right there. We can even get Haley, the girl that shaved Biz's head the one time. Let's get her to do it again. Come back up to Edmonton, whip dog. All right, the bad, it comes with the good. And this one, it's a little bit easier to swallow. It's the shot discrepancy. Stuff, right? Because the last game, we only had 15 shots against the Chicago Blackhawks. Sure, we were still able to win the game, but it wasn't pretty. It was borderline ugly. Wasn't the way you were looking tonight. The shots were flying for the entire game. The Oilers finished with 47 total shots on goal. They were peppering them from all angles. Bob Stoffer said, I mentioned it earlier in the show, you're going to have to get greasy the more this game went along. I think that's what the boys did. They were peppering them. And just have to say it, I thought halfway through that game, 40 minutes through that game, man, we're getting goalied again on another night. We're trying to tie this record. Third period, the stick to for the boys. They pulled through at the end, but uh, what can you say, Zach? We were throwing shots from all over the place tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And Except you know, it's Leon kind of- on the power play at a couple times. I was getting a little just just bring that thing, but other than him. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. Alex Line, it's hard to believe 31 years old and kind of still finding his way into the NHL. I mean, I remember back in 2016, I was writing for a couple of other blog sites and found one of my old blog posts of when Alex Lyon was coming out of the NCAA ranks in in Yale. And I wrote about how, you know, the Oilers had reportedly had some interest in signing Alex Lyon and getting him into the system and all this sort of stuff. And so, you know, at some point, like, in a sense, like I was ready to make the tweet of like, here's another guy who is an ex-Oiler in a way, uh, or almost Oiler, you know, coming back and goalieing the team. But man, this is a guy who's, you know, kind of been through it over the years. You know, he was in Philadelphia system for a number of years, got a couple of games there. And he always seems to have put up really solid numbers when he's played. His AHL numbers have been great throughout his career. And now here in Detroit, uh, you know, coming into tonight, 12 games with a 920 save percentage and 251 goals against eight and four record. This is a guy who could really help that that uh, Detroit team and man he stood in there and he ate it tonight like he was he faced a lot of lot of shots and a lot of dangerous ones too uh Aaron you know me I'm a big analytics guy I love my numbers I'm a big nerd (laughs) I know shocking uh here's one for you so one thing we can do in 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 analytics and hockey is adjust for score and for the venue okay so certain certain venues in the NHL you know favor the home team a little bit more uh in terms of their their shot tracking and other kind of stuff like that and then you know there's score effects which you know most people know when you're down you're going to be taking more shots getting more chances trying to drive offense so what what adjusting for this does is just gives you kind of a baseline of normalcy uh putting it into a, a normal 
normal NHL game. The Oilers had 5.62 expected goals for tonight, according to Evolving Hockey, and actually scored three goals. So the Oilers, technically speaking, could have scored two and a half more goals tonight, almost three more goals than they actually did. If we're going off the goals, uh, the expected goal share, you know, this is closer to a 6-1 game than it is to a 3-2 game. That's just how good the Oilers played. And it's also how good Alex Lyon played. I mean, he was in there, you know, turning aside a lot of stuff. And the Oilers did a really good job of of protecting Pickard, too. Like, I think they did a really good job of keeping the shots to the outside, keep, keeping them low danger and stuff like that. And it allowed them to pounce and score at the right times, too, right? Uh, another thing that's kind of interesting, too, after that Andrew Kopp goal early in the third period, um, the Red Wings had a 65.7% chance of winning that game. And the Oilers were able to come back and get the, the victory. So uh, this is a this is a good one. This is like one of those wins that you really hang your hat on as a team and you feel really good about um, because of things like the shot discrepancy. You know, the Oilers are a team that's a high-volume team. They shoot the puck a lot. Uh, even if you look at the Oilers' top line, now if you're a DraftKings nerd like me, you're going to love this if you played any of that Oilers' top line uh, because all all three of them hit the shot, the shot bonus on DraftKings. Eugene Hopkins, five shots. Hyman, six. McDavid, seven. Um, you know, they combined for four points between the three of them. I mean, this is this is a line that I would almost confidently say could be one of the best in NHL history. Like they are absolutely dominant. And there was a point in the game here, too, where you know the Oilers tried to mix up the lines a little bit, right? There was a shift or two where Vander Kane uh was kind of up in the lineup and you know playing a little with McLeod, and then the top six switched a little bit around too, right? I think it lasted for like what one or two shifts, and then they went back to what works because god damn does it work for this team. It really, really does right now. I see somebody in here, Landon asked Zach, where do you get where can one learn about analytics? DM Zach on Twitter, he'll let you know. Zach's yeah, hit me up if on you don't Twitter. Follow Zach on Twitter, you're missing out. I was following Zach years ago when I didn't work here because a he's the highlight guy, so you always get your good highlights and you get them quick. But he's also great, got great insight as well. Zach, you are the man. As we move along here to the oily, this one it was the Oilers Nation watch along. I was tuning in. I don't. I, I assume most of you who are in the chat here probably, well, at least the ones who did watch it are definitely in here right now. You can vouch. It was pretty funny watching Ty crush beer after beer, cracking them, pouring them in there. Lots of guests. He had Liam for the first period. I saw Bag Milk in there. He had everybody's Oiler fans' favorite guy, Colby Cohen, in there talking Leon Dreisaitl. It was great. And then, you know, there was a dub at the end of the game. It was a really, really good time. I just, it's so much fun to hang out and watch with the people. This one, I wasn't even a part of. I was just one of the fans, and it was really cool to get along. As I said, being ahead of Tyler made it better because you knew positivity was coming, or you knew to, like, freeze frame it right when his heart would break in half, like Ralph Wiggum in The Simpsons years ago, Zach. Or there's Nation watch-alongs. They're a ton of fun. I don't know if you tuned in, but it was a really good time. It was a really good time. You've seen them you know before. They're I fun. I unfortunately didn't. I, I have a limit on how many screens I can have of things going on. So yeah. my my setup kind of works like this. In my I'll sit I sit and sit on the couch in the living room and I have my laptop in front of me and it's got the Oilers game uh streaming on it through the Sportsnet app on a bit of a delay. 
and then I have my TV streaming the game as well. So I watch the game live on the TV and then the replay or the, you know, little delay there and I can get the clips and then get them posted and stuff like that. So I, I kind of run out of screens to tune into these sort of things. Um, but I did hop on Instagram at one point cause you can watch all of our streams on Instagram now as well. Um, and I did see Tyler Ed, you know, this was early in the third period and he was already starting to slur his words a little bit. Um, so yeah, the, he must've been absolutely in one, which is uh, uh, not a big surprise for, for Mr. Uram Chuck. Hey, he's the golden boy. He's the face of this company for a reason. And it's stuff like that. That's the nation difference right there, people. And it was such a good thing. It went into overtime, such a good vibe at the very end of it. He chugged a beer, couldn't get the whole thing down Had to stop. It was too cold. Had a little burp and he muted his mic. It was just absolutely hilarious. Uh, we'll be doing those. I believe we're doing two a month. So I don't know when the next one's coming up, but I will be sure to let all of you know. That does it for the good, the bad, and the oily brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Lance says, we had fun with Tyler. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, here, let me ask you this one, Zach, before we move along. It's Ben. I know everybody wants to talk about it. Bob Stoffer brought it up. Corey Perry. He's a name. He's free to sign with any NHL team that he wants to right now. In fact, I guess he was the entire time, but he checked in with Gary Bettman. As you see right here, he's kind of on pace for like close to a 20-goal season. You know what you get with Corey Perry? Forgive my joke. You get second place in the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. He is your perfect playoff player. He's proven. I brought up on pre-gaming. I think a third line of Evander Kane, Dylan Holloway, and Corey Perry. If Holloway can play the 3C, that is a unit to go down the playoffs. They'll be throwing their body. Zach, let me bounce this one off you. Are you interested in the worm, Corey Perry? 12 out of 10. Sign him today, yep. sign him tomorrow, lock him up. Let's make this happen. I mean, it uh, It makes sense for a number of reasons. Now, of course, we can't talk about Corey Perry right now uh, without talking about what happened and why he's no longer at least to get to the finals. Yeah. Uh, we can't talk about Corey Perry without talking about what happened earlier this season, right? He signs with the Chicago Blackhawks. He gets there. Things are looking great. I mean, you saw the numbers right there. The production was awesome to start the year there. And then there's, you know, what's been described as an alcohol fueled incident where uh, something happened with Corey Perry and uh, uh, somebody in the organization or close to it. Uh, and it led to the Chicago Blackhawks terminating his contract. Um, the fallout of it was significant. You know, we saw all the horrible rumors that were spread around uh, on social media and all that sort of stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I do give Corey Perry credit because he came out and admitted right away that he needed help, right? I mean, this is a guy who went out there and said, you know, in a statement, his quote being, uh, I started working with experts in the mental health field and substance abuse fields to discuss my struggles with alcohol, and I will take whatever steps necessary to ensure this never happens again. Um, first and foremost, I think that's great to see from any single person uh, yeah. being willing to admit that they have some problems and that they need some help. I think it's a very admirable thing of anybody to do. And I also think it's interesting that he's the one who wanted to have the meeting with Gary Bettman, the NHL's commissioner, right? He wanted to clear the air. He wanted to have that conversation when he never had to. I think that's a really good sign for where Corey Perry's at, just looking just from purely from an outside in perspective. Um, now, beyond that, the stuff on the ice, I mean, you cannot argue with it. I mean, this is a guy who has been producing for a very long time in the NHL. Now he's 38 years old. If you look at his last three seasons, he scored 74 points in 179 games. 
right? His 196 playoff games are the most of any active player in the NHL right now. This is a guy who has been through all of it. He has been through anything and everything you can experience in the National Hockey League. And I think a guy like Corey Perry would be a tremendous fit. Uh, again, be kind of ironic because he should have been an Edmonton Oiler uh, back in the 2002 draft, right? Yeah, everybody knows that story. And if you don't, uh, Google it, search up Oilers Nation, uh, Corey Perry draft. And uh, one of the stories we've written about it a couple of times over the last number of years will pop up. But I think it's an absolute slam dunk move. I think this is an absolute slam dunk move and somebody who's going to make this team better. He would make this team better. Um, not only from an on ice perspective, because he can play. I love the suggestion of Holloway, Perry, Kane. I haven't even been thinking about that really, but I think that's an absolute uh, tremendous fit. Now, of course, people are going to say, oh, well, the Edmonton Oilers have no salary cap space. How the hell are they going to sign anybody right now? How are they going to make any trades? Well, the Oilers have been accumulating a little bit of cap space, and I played around with uh, the cap-friendly armchair GM mode uh, earlier today, taking a look at things. Essentially... If the Oilers sign Corey Perry, they'll have to sign, send somebody down, probably be Phil Kemp, the defenseman who's kind of up being at number seven right now, cashing a couple nice paychecks, or Adam Ernie could go down to the American League as well, which is probably the more likely one. But so long as the Oilers sign him to a, a contract under $957,833, they can get him right under the flat cap, right? Now, realistically, he probably signs for $775,000 uh, league minimum for this year, giving the Oilers about two hundred k in cap space to kind of play around with right now. Um, so it can be done. I think it should be done. And, you know, we've seen in the past Bob Stoffer hop on during the intermission and kind of you know, foretell moves that the Oilers are going to be making, right? Kind of gauging the public response and that sort of stuff. Um, I think Corey Perry would be a great move for the Oilers. Bob Stoffer is like Ken Holland's capo, his man just underneath him that he kind of gets it out there and gives some feelers. Like, well, Ken didn't say it. Bob said it. Lance says it right there. Perry, you are an Oiler. We pointed out an Oilers Nation every day today as well. Corey Perry had a $2 million signing bonus when mm -hmm. he signed with the Hawks. So he's already stuffed two million in his jeans so far this year. I think he'd be very down to take the seven hundred thousand dollars or whatever league minimum is right now. It's a pipe dream. I know every team in the NHL, at least every contender. I do a Leaf show, talk about it every day. Corey Perry on the Leafs. I'm sure the Canucks guys are saying the same. But when you are a Stanley Cup contender, and this is the year of the Canada Cup. Okay, it's coming back. It's coming home this year. It's coming to Edmonton. But I feel like it's the best shot. Corey Perry is Canadian might want to make one of those runs. He made one with Montreal before. Okay, let's move along here. Wow, we're already 40 minutes in. Look at this. We're just, just two guys talking puck. 40 you know? minutes? Oh, it feels like we just started. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Hot and Cold Performers brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry, too. You can try something new or get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. People, you know, I'll give my hot and cold, so will Zach, but I want you guys to throw in who you thought was a hot and who was a cold performer this evening. For me, 
it's tough. I wanted to say Darnell Nurse because it's Nurse for Norris and he had that clutch game. I have to, once again, it's the same old story. It's Zach Hyman. This guy just continues to put up points. He's the only oiler to grab two points tonight, a goal and an assist. He's plus three, six shots on goal, like you mentioned. Connor McDavid did have seven shots on goal as well. The big dogs did what they have to do. Zach Hyman played 20 minutes, 45 seconds. He's all over the ice. You, We give this guy props every single night. I don't think we're going to slow down anytime soon because he just keeps putting the puck in the net. Who do you like for a hot performer tonight, Zachary? My hot performer of the night is actually going to be going to Evan Bouchard. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit off-the-cuff answer here, right? But there was a play in the second period that I really, really liked from Evan Bouchard. He coughed up the puck at the uh, the Red Wings' blue line and had to, to roll back and had to make a play in the defensive zone on a two-on-one. Um you know, the pass, the pass kind of goes behind him and he makes his diving attempt to kind of block it and then swings his stick around and manages to knock the puck away. The Oilers were able to go down, you know, get a shot attempt the other way and stuff like that. I think it was a, just a really great heads up play from Bouchard and something that I wanted to highlight because I think he had a bit of a rough start to that game. Like I think early on in that first period, he, you know, probably was tracking to be a cold performer. Um, but that play right there for me uh, lands him my hot performer of the night. My cold performer of the night is that the game had to go to overtime. Like how many 5 p.m. games do we really get out here, Aaron? The answer is not a lot. And, you know, it'd be nice to just have one of these 5 p.m. games just end a little early. Just give us the extra time to kind of enjoy the rest of our night, unwind, and get to bed at a reasonable time. Yeah, it's true. I guess it is 8.30 right now, so it is early for, for my Oilers Nation after darks. So I might even get to watch a show tonight or something fun. I see Rusty in here said that was an elite defensive play from Boosh. It really was, and I laughed at Lance because that, oh, yeah, 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 is what I was doing when I pointed like that because that was such an electric play that was going on there. Bouchard kind of lost it at the line there, went all the way back, and they were on the power play. Good stuff from Evan Bouchard right now. For me, for a cold performer, mm, that's tough. I had written down who knows because me and you talked before. It's tough for me to just pick up any one person tonight because I, in general, I thought the Oilers played well. We were dominating the vast majority of that game. Cold performer, no, I don't really have anyone. Let me know in the chat what you guys think. I don't really have a ton Zach is there anybody else tonight that I could I don't I don't want to complain on a night like tonight when we tie a franchise record yeah I mean it's kind of hard to idle not shooting the puck on the power play sometimes really really frustrates me there were some moments earlier in the game he was right in the slot I was watching Tyler and he did that Tyler thing he does where he like and he like jumps up in his chair and just starts like bugging out, doing whatever he's doing. It was driving him nuts. It drove me nuts. Colby Cohen was even on the stream during an intermission. I think a lot of you guys think of him as a Leon Dreisaitl hater. I do not. I know he's not, but he brought that up that it just sometimes can be a little infuriating. I'm also not going to tell Leon Dreisaitl how and when to shoot a hockey puck. Stay in your own lane. But uh, yeah, any other cold performers, Zach? I mean, if you want to look for another cold performer, you can maybe say the Oilers' third line, the Kane-Ryan Brown line. Uh, looking at their their numbers tonight, eight minutes of ice time. Uh, they were outshot 7-3 to three on the ice, outscored 2 nothing on the ice. Uh, this is a trio that is just really not working at all right now. Um, Evander Kane, his game is not where it needs to be right now. Connor Brown, 
I mean, that is just an absolute disaster right there. Right. Um, you know, Derek Ryan is, you know, kind of going down athlete. with thinking ship right now. He's an athlete, you know, U of a golden bear. Got to respect those. No wonder uh, Knobloch loves them so much. Uh, I mean, if you want to go with a, a cold performer, you could probably go with that third line, Aaron. I think, uh, especially because you know they're outscored two nothing on the ice. That's not a it's not a good mark to have. Yeah, I'm looking at Connor Brown, minus two, three three shots on goal, thirteen minutes. Just some more cardio out there, people. Some people they always ask right after the game. They're like, map, map, map. I don't have time. I, I'm not good at math. That good at math to do it. What do they quickly. think you're Dora the Explorer or something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> good one, Zachary. All right, we move along thank there you, from you. the hot and cold performer, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. I want to give a shout out here to the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament presented by Booster Juice, January 19th to the 21st. It's the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. Special shout out to our friends at Tourism Jasper and our friends at Booster Juice. Space is very limited, so time to register is now. The tournament will be held at the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge with games being played on the rink atop the beautiful Lake Mildred. The Nation Network will be there playing. Flames Nation is going to be there. Oilers Nation is going to be there. There's a Battle of Alberta that Saturday. If you like watching Tyler Crush beers, go down to Jasper for that weekend. It's going to be a good time. Powered by Booster Juice, visit a location today to refuel, refresh, and re-energize. That's what Booster Juice does, Zach. I ask every single person who comes on here, what's your favorite Booster Juice flavor to go with? You know what's actually funny? I just got a Booster Juice the other day. Um, what is the one called? I think it's the uh, the Funky Monkey is really good, uh, but I like the Nut and Butter one. That's uh, That one's kind of a go-to for me. I know it's... Like, it's, it's, it's Let's just ignore the name for a second, but it's got like a faux <laughs> peanut butter sort of thing. Uh, I'm kind of allergic to peanuts. I got a little bit of a, a peanut allergy, so it's kind of a it's kind of a nice one for me that I really like. What about you, Aaron? You got a you got a favorite? Strawberry sunshine. I'm basic. I'm, I'm basic as all hell. I see Gavin in the background. He's celebrating as well. Bag milks with strawberry sunshine. I'm pretty sure Tyler's was as well. We are we are some basic bros though, so that I mean that doesn't really surprise me. I see some people in your Laughing at the nut part of that one, Zachary. Yep, we'll move along past that one. I can't say I've had that. Mm-hmm. I think Funky Monkey one or whatever. I have definitely had that. Shout out Booster Juice. They are the best. All right, we look ahead. Saturday. So I would ask you, what goaltender would you go with on this one? It's obvious it's going to be Stuart Skinner. I, yeah. I, I think my alignment would have been nice. We got the schedule right there. Just imagine another big green check mark right over that Detroit Red Wings right there. Montreal Canadiens, it's an early game, actually, on a Saturday. I welcome this. It's a 5 p.m. start, so just like tonight, pre-gaming goes live at 4 p.m. Zach, I'll ask you for a score prediction and an anytime goal score. Who do you like on Saturday? Yeah, I, I really like the Oilers in this game. And now, in the same breath, you know, this is a Montreal team that is kind of feisty. They're not, like... I wouldn't say they're particularly good or anything like that, but they're yeah. feisty and they're right. they're going to play the Oilers hard because they know what's on the line. I kind of mentioned that a little earlier uh, in the show here as well, right? So, you know, I think this is a game that the Edmonton Oilers absolutely can. They should. They will win. Go with a little Mark Messier there. Guarantee the victory. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be a uh, 4-1 win for the Edmonton Oilers and a goal score prediction. Oh, man. 
you know, I've been kind of wanting Connor Brown to get one because I think he has had some really nice scoring chances. Um, but every time I guess it, he doesn't score, and I'm just pretty much convinced it's just never going to happen anymore. Um, so let's go with somebody else who needs a damn goal, Cody Cece. That's going to be about a plus 800 one, I'm imagining, at least. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go with Cece. Let's see if he can get on the board. I don't even know if Betway offers Cody CC as a goal scorer anymore at this point. We will have the map updated for Saturday, folks. Yeah, I laugh when you say the Connor Brown thing. The last game on Tuesday, I said, this is the last time I'm betting it. If it doesn't happen, I'm not going to ride with this all season. Well, shocker, it didn't happen. It will eventually, but I will not profit off it. I'm just taking the loss, and I've said goodbye to a couple shekels because of CB, Connor Brown over there himself. For me... Saturday against the Canadians. I'm going to say, I think the Oilers show up. Is this is this the early hockey night in Canada? I just assume it this is. is right? This is the 5 p.m. hockey night in Bell Canada game. Bell Center, it's going to be rocking on a Saturday. Connor McDavid shows up for big games. Connor McDavid's going to get on the score sheets. And I'm going to, you said 4-1. I'm going to say 5-2 for the Edmonton Oilers as they take down the Montreal Canadiens. Maybe setting a new record for those Oilers. Yes, Zachary, what do you got? Uh, so I was able to find there's a website that aggregates uh, odds and you can take a look at them and see what they, they were pregame. Uh, going into tonight, the best odds you could get on Cody CC to score a goal, plus 1,200. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know, a reason, folks. But you know imagine if it happened. That's a profitable o- day. Oli Mata, the best odds you could get on him to score a goal tonight, plus 1,800. Imagine being the lone person in the world who bet that in one tonight. They're probably really excited. When you saw him just come flying in and start poking that thing, you would have absolutely celebrated. Oh, that's electric. I like Zach, the analytics guy, the numbers guy. That's my boy right here. That's what he does. It's in the noggin. It's also in the fingertips. If you can type it fast enough. Zach, before I let you go, you see I'm wearing my Tom Brady jersey. It's pour one out for the legend, Coach Bill Belichick. He's my dog. He's my everything. Um, you're a Chicago Bears fan. Caleb Williams or Justin Fields? Who are you riding with? What are you doing? Justin Fields every day of the week, man. I mean, you got to break the cycle. The, the Chicago Bears have done this thing where they'll draft a quarterback or they'll acquire a quarterback. They'll give them a lame duck ear with the head coach who's going to get fired at the end of it. It's going to be a new coaching staff that comes in and they're going to try and roll it over and go from there and hope that it works this time. Is Caleb Williams a great talent? Yes. Can he be, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Sure. But you know what? He's still a mystery box. He's never played an NFL game. And what we saw, the Chicago Bears saw this year from Justin Fields was legitimate growth under an offensive coordinator in Luke Getze, who was absolute dog shit. Uh, Terrible stuff from him this year. Uh, And on top of that, you know what? There's already talk that the Bears... Um, haul for that first overall draft pick could be higher than what they got last year when they got a first round pick, a second round pick, and a number one wide receiver in DJ Moore. I just don't know. Like, I think that trade back option is incredible because there's other top 10. Like, the Bears have their own pick in the top 10, ninth overall. So the Bears move back to number three with the Patriots. Pats get to go up with Jared Mayo as the new head coach draft Caleb Williams, start the new era fresh in New England, give the fans something to hope for. Bears can trade back. Drake May goes number two to the Washington Commanders. The Bears are sitting there. They get to draft Marvin Harrison Jr., an Ohio State boy to pair with their Ohio State quarterback. And on top of that, they're going to get a ton more things on top of that. 
Uh, I just think it's an absolute no-brainer right there. Uh, I like that response because as a Patriots fan with a third overall pick, I would love to trade up and take Caleb Williams. Zach, I haven't won a Super Bowl in like five or six years. This is unheard of stuff. Shut up. Over, over Shut here up. New England. Get I out of here. I knew you'd love that one right there. I'm perpetually living in the past now as, as a New England Patriots fan. That's so, fair. But hey, got a couple rings. Zach, I love you. I appreciate you. Shout out to you. Shout out to Gavin behind the scenes doing a stand-up job producing. Shout out to all of our lovely sponsors, which include the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament, DoorDash, Alberta Blue Cross, Greta for the scoring summary. Betway 19 plus, please play responsibly. I know you're responsible. I'm responsible. And yeah, the Oilers Nation watch along today was a huge success. Also courtesy of Betway. Finally. I think I still have to get this in. I don't think I got it in. The nation vacation is coming up for Alberta Blue Cross for $19.99. You can send your favorite fan on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with me, Gavin, Tyler, Liam, Jay, Bagnell, Kennedy, you name it. Captain Felton, who was also on the watch along earlier tonight, will all be there. Flights, hotel, hockey, and the time of your life included. There's also flexible no-flight options for $9.99. If you'd like to book your own flights, and come party with the team down in the desert. Can't wait to check out the Mullet Arena. Visit nationgear.ca today to give the gift of a good time. Zach, I appreciate you. Everyone in the chat, you guys are the best. It's nine in a row. We keep on trucking along Montreal on Saturday. We'll be live on the Oilers Nation YouTube tomorrow, 1201 Mountain Standard. The little Oilers Nation every day, breaking that one down, probably talking some dumb stuff and then a little bit of football talk as well. It's Friday. I know you guys hate the football talk. We love football. We need football in our lives. I love you all. Have a good sleep tonight and I'll see you all tomorrow. 1201 Mountain Standard Time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 